Well, Ulysses, we are into 2023, and we figure let's talk bold predictions. Way too early bold predictions for the Rays, but hey, it's the offseason. We have to have something to discuss. These are going to most likely be wrong, but we're going to hope real real hard that they all, all come through. So um, let's start it right now. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure you check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays, as well as all our other traditional podcasting platforms. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays, and you can email us anytime, voice memos, mailbag questions, whatever it may be, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. So, Ulysses, let's get right into it. Our bold predictions, way too early bold predictions for 2023 for the Rays is dot, dot, dot. Ulysses, I'll let you go first. What is your bold prediction or bold predictions? Okay, I've got one, but it's a heavy one, okay? It's okay. Um, two Rays starting pitchers will be getting Cy Young votes in 2023. And I'll explain mm. why. Okay, so... I'm looking at, you know, between Glass now, uh, which Steamer has him uh, as a 3.4 F4 player in, in the upcoming season, and McClanahan, Steamer has him at 4.0 F4. Those are pretty good, uh, sizable uh, projections that you can say, hmm, okay, they're, they're going to do some damage. And why do I say that? It's because last year, uh, Glass, uh, no, uh, McClanahan had, I believe it was a total of nine votes. And his F4, do you remember what his F4 was, Kevin, last year? Probably three and a half. Right on the money, baby. 3.5. So these guys are already projected to be around that. So I, I don't think it's too crazy to think that those, especially those two. But again, look at the depth. You're talking Drew Rasmus and you're looking at Jeffrey Springs. Maybe a Zach Eflin breakout year could happen with all of the things that, that the race could possibly help adjust and, and tweak on on his repertoire and, and 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 everything else so in between i'm thinking this is not as far-fetched but obviously a lot of things have to go right especially the h word health health has yes. to be there uh but I, I i don't think it's too crazy but it doesn't happen every day where two guys in the same rotation are going to get votes, even though last year, Houston and Toronto had that same thing happen. That's a good, good uh, trivia question right there. So you think Tyler Glass now is going to get enough of a workload to merit Cy Young votes, that the Rays are going to push him from 0 to 100 or 0 to 150, 175 innings, respectively? I mean, I'm just using Glass now as as a as a barometer, but it, it doesn't have to be him. I'm just saying two okay. race starting pitchers. Um, could, could so, do what that. would be your best guess? Would it be McClanahan and Rasmussen, McClanahan and Springs, McClanahan and Glass now? I mean, I, I think you have yeah, to put in McClanahan. McClanahan has to be in there. 
Yeah, I think you have to go McClanahan. And then Glass now, the problem with him is he probably will have the best numbers overall, but then the innings pitched are probably not going to be there. So that right. automatically leaves him out. But you never know. If he goes insane, insane mode, like he kind of was in the beginning of 2019 or in 2021 when, when it all started, I, I, we've seen crazier things happen. Uh, yeah. You know, we, we never thought that a guy with a negative win-loss record would ever win a, a Cy Young and, and that's happened or less than double digits and that's happened. Um right. think think things can can be the the first time that you know they've occurred. So I I just wouldn't put a lot of you know green skittles on on it happening with Glass now. But you never know, man. But again the yeah. depth is so big. It's 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 really impressive what the this race rotation is is going to be in 2023. Again, barring injuries, of course. Following up on that, Tyler Glass now. As of today, over under 120 innings pitched in the regular season for 2023. Hmm. That's a good one because we're we're talking that he's probably going to make five innings an average start, right? Give or take. That would be 25 starts at 125. I'm going to go slight over. A slight, okay, slight over. Slight over. Yeah. Yeah, because maybe he doesn't make the 25 starts, yeah. but maybe he does six innings, maybe a couple sevens, hopefully, maybe down the stretch. Yeah. You know. I mean, they gave him five innings in the playoffs, so it's not like – and he was just like lights out. Like it wasn't right. even – he was was he even sweating in, in the wild card game? It didn't look it. Probably um, not, no. So I, I, think, I think you can feel confident, I, <laughs> you know – Hopefully no, nothing horrible happens, but I think it's okay to, to think positively there and, and go slightly over. And following up on that again, one through five, the Rays rotation, is it the best in baseball on paper as of today, January 9th? I don't know. The Yankees, the Yankees have a, a, a pretty nasty one there. Now with um, Rodon, Cole, if Cortez is the type of Cortez yeah. that we saw last year, Severino, I mean, it's... It's yeah. a good one, and it's within the division. You always have the Mets as, as well. So, you know, maybe they're in the conversation. The league, top five. In the conversation. I think it's fair to say top five for sure. I think it's fair to say that the, the race would make the top yeah. five. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And who knows, 2024, depending on the progression of some of these guys, you could make the case or the argument that Shane McClanahan and Tyler Glass now, they might be the best one to punch in 2024. Perhaps, on how I mean, things shake up. Exactly. Development. Uh, if, if Shane McClanahan doesn't have a, a dip and, and he's more of the first half instead of the second half, maybe that was just getting, that was just fatigue. If glass now can, you know, stay healthy, I, I think that can happen, but it might being too positive thinking that Tyler glass is going to go over one hundred and twenty-five, or do you think it, that's about right? No, I think that's, that's pretty fair. I think, um, yeah, I, I think that's a that's kind of why I threw it out there over under 120. That was sort of what I was kind of in line for. So I think that's that's fair. He hasn't pitched more than 113 in a season. So <laughs> yeah. we are going above and beyond what he has done ever. So hopefully right. that happens in 2023. It's about time. Like at some point, a, a guy of Tyler Glasnow's caliber, like you not saying it's got to be in 2023, but at some point in his career, he's got to prove that he can put up ace starter innings. You have to yeah. be able to, uh, you have to be able to post. You have to be able to 
eat innings and not just eat innings for a guy of his talent, but just swallow innings for, for lack of another word, do what Charlie would do. First, let's start with Corey Kluber, what he did last year. Yeah. Post that post, just post. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the just is a little bit, uh, uh, demeaning there because it's, it's, it takes a lot for, for a player to post. Right. But you have to, man, you have to like, I mean, you can have a tremendous 80 innings, but like we, the fandom, the team, everybody's expecting more than 80 innings from an ace. You know? Yes. Uh, 90, 100, whatever it is. Okay. Very good. All right. Yeah. I'll give you my bold prediction and a couple uh, honorable mentions as well. And then we'll get to some listener comments and input on this too. But first we have to tell you about betonline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. Football, college bowl season, basketball, World Cup. It is all covered at BetOnline.net. It is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. So head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online. It is where the game starts. Okay. Uh, my way too early bold prediction for the Rays in 2023. Um, and then I, I've got a couple of quick hitters as well, but it also is pitching related and starting pitching related and innings related and uh, go big or go home. My prediction is that Zach, Zach Eflin will lead the Rays in innings pitched in 2023. I'm not saying he's going to be the best starter or the most effective starter, but that he will lead the team in in innings. The Rays gave him the largest free agent contract in team history. I think they did that for a reason. Uh, They want workload, workload, workload from Zach. And if we look at the history of the Rays, when they give free agent contracts out, they expect those guys to hustle and bustle and and be available and eat up innings. I just mentioned Corey Kluber. The Rays signed him to a free agent deal, and he gave 164 innings for the Rays in 2022. Michael Waka, he was second on the team in innings in 2021. Yeah. We know what the Rays did with the Charlie Morton contract, and he led the team in innings in 2019. He was he was heavily relied upon. And I not just look, Zach Eflin, I know he's had some issues with his knee. Uh reports are that he feels phenomenal uh phenomenal physically, and uh that you know, everybody's saying that he's going to be able to stay healthy and however you whatever you think about that, I think that him coming to the Rays and then also some question marks that I have about the other starting pitchers in this rotation. Again, uh, Shane McClanahan showed a little few minor signs of, of breaking down uh, in 2022 Jeffrey Springs and drew Rasmussen, um, you know, going from that, that relief pitcher workload to a starting pitcher workload. How is that going to impact them in 2023? We just talked about Tyler glass now he might not be going more than 120, 125 innings. So I think that Zach Eflin might be that guy, might be that Ryan Yarbrough, if you will. And I think he'd put up better numbers than Ryan Yarbrough, but a guy that, hey, you're going to give us 30 starts and you're going to give us six and a third, six and two thirds. And here's my other point with 
Zach Eflin. He has shown and proved it before. He has, uh, I believe there was a season where he he gave uh, 150, 160 innings with the Phillies. But if you look at Eflin, it's, you know, we've talked about the health thing. It's been in his knees, not in his arms, shoulder, wrists, hands, whatever it may be. And he's more of that give you the kitchen sink finesse work you pitcher as opposed to a power pitcher where a guy is more prone to to get hurt and and worn down. So those are my arguments on why I think Zach Eflin has the potential to throw more innings than any other raised pitcher in 2023. And again, not saying he's going to be the best, but the most that's fire. And we've known that, you know, you don't have to be the best to 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 throw the most innings. Like you said, Ryan Yarbrough was yes. basically that guy for the race ever since he he came up. Uh, I it's it's a good one. I like the, the under the radar pick there. Uh, you were talking about his highest career uh, innings pitched was 2019, where he had 163 innings. So, OK, essentially what Kluber did last year, I I'm not going to say that. I don't believe that you're that this could happen, but right. I would be sorely disappointed if this was the case. That's like, fair. Yeah. I, I think things are would have gone wrong in, in, in the master plan if um if this if this were to happen. Because I understand your argument with Springs coming from a relief role and then to a starting pitching, and then like what what starting pitcher and roll like how is he going to bounce back the next season i get that i'm not that worried about that with rasmussen because th now he has a year of buffer of just being a starter Fair. and he had 146 innings last year so i'm hoping to see some progression there with drew rasmussen um i i think this your prediction is definitely in the cards however that's like, I, I think, imagine if I had said to you this like last year, like 365 days ago, I would have said Taylor Walls is going to be on the top three uh, uh, of most games played for the race. Right. We would have been like, okay, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Ugh, I would be. But, but then I again, know. I think that th there's a reason that the race gave Eflin three years, $40 million. Um, and now in 2023, he's going to be the highest paid player on the team. He's going to make $11 million. The next highest paid guy is going to be Manny Margot. So y you put your money where your mouth is. And and I think Zach Eflin, based on what the Rays see internally and in the metrics and how they can work with him, that he's going to be tremendously better than anything he showed with the Phillies. Not saying he's going to be glass now caliber or, even Springs or Rasmussen or uh, McClanahan caliber, but I could see a, a sub four ERA, which, you know, I, I could see really, really solid numbers. Um, so, yeah, so that's my point with, with Zach Eflin. I, I think that could potentially happen. Um, if, if, and again, if at the were... end of the day, it's a good thing. Like you want guy, I'll, I'll take with, with all the injuries that the Rays of experience, I, I get your point about, Oh man, Taylor Walls, that that many at bats, that that many games played. Um, but Zach Eflin, I wouldn't be totally disappointed if he leads the team in innings, hoping that the innings aren't 150 or 160, but maybe it'd be one nice if it was 170, 180. And then right behind him, it's you know, Shane McClanahan at 168, as opposed to Eflin, uh, he leads the team with 160 innings, and the next guy is like 
at 105 or something like that. And th- there was a year yes. in the race in history with the Rays where that was the case. It might have been the Blake Snell Cy Young year. It might have been he yeah, had like he 190 had innings, and then like the next guy was yeah. like 100. I yeah, it, it 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 was it wasn't pretty. But thank you for saying that. Like that, it in in that case, then yes, then everything yeah. I think is okay. If Zach Eflin leads the the innings pitch for the for the starters. And and they're right behind him. Like okay, then then nothing bad happened. Yeah. I, th- I think I think that just speaks about how well Zach Eflin has pitched. If that's the case, if they're right, right behind him, I would be scared. However, if he's number one, and then there's a big gap because then then yes. something went wrong. Um, however, I, I want to pause at this question because I think you kind of answered it without uh, saying it. In the hierarchy of the top five for for the starters right now, which. Glassnow, McClanahan, Rasmussen, Springs, and Eflin. What what is the spot that you would rank right now before seeing him pitch in a Rays uniform? It, but having seen the other four guys, where would you rank Zach Eflin right now in the starting rotation? It, it's tough because the numbers, obviously, all those other guys you mentioned besides Zach Eflin they have shown and proven and posted better numbers than Eflin, I think, has in any one season. But there could be a little fool, fool's gold with Drew Rasmus and maybe not necessarily Jeffrey Springs. But I would, again, I, I'm just playing the money game here. And I know it's a different ball game with the way that free agents and particularly starting pitchers are being paid nowadays. Like you can be a not good starting pitcher at all and get get a deal like Zach Eflin. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I'm, I almost want to cement him like right smack dab in the middle. Number three in the rotation. Wow. Okay. Okay. I, I, I think I would go either four or five. Um, okay. I just but... find it. I find it hard to believe with the way the Rays operate that they would pay a guy $11 million a year to be the number five guy in the rotation. But this is the thing, though. Um, so it's 11, 11, and then 18, correct? Yes. I believe so. Yeah. Um, I get what you're saying. The problem is, is the market shot, shot up. Like, this yeah. was the price. And when you're comparing him to Rasmus and, and Springs, like, you know, I mean, they're, they're ARP guys, basically, or pre-ARP guys. So yeah. so they're going to be cheaper. And, and McClanahan, pre-ARP guys. So he's going to be cheaper, like... So we're comparing kind of apples to oranges by saying, well, this guy is making 11 million. No, he just has, you know, right. more experience. So he gets to, to dictate his his salary uh, more or less. So I, I don't know. I, I think either four or, or, or fifth, uh, fourth or fifth uh, in, in the rotation, because I, I after seeing what Rasmussen has done ever since being a starter, I cannot take him away from the from the third. Yeah. Uh, spot but McClanahan obviously is going to be opening day guy uh glass now right behind him and then I think you have Rasmussen then it's a either Springs or Eflin situation but also see case. how the Rays renovated and rejuvenated Jeffrey Springs and Drew Rasmussen in their careers and I think that yeah that's kind of their line of thinking with Zach Eflin yeah so Hopefully. uh it's Hopefully. one of those good problems to have I mean yes we can't uh complain about any of those five guys at all. No. Um, I just, I'm not necessarily sure if Jeffrey Springs and Drew Rasmussen can replicate the type one, but it remains to be. Since I think uh looked like we lost our connection for a little bit, but I think we're back. 
Yeah, we're we're all good now. And you know why okay. uh, we're all good now? Because I can tell you that if you want a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories, then you gotta try a Built Bar. I'll tell you what makes Built Bar so good, and you know it. I've been saying it for ages now. They're all covered in 100% real chocolate, okay? It's delicious. And they're only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein. So they that that's an amazing thing for your body. So now you don't need to wait around to get a box, okay? For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com and use, using pro, promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off. But you now can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. So you you go to your nearest Walmart or, or uh, you walk to the pharmacy section and you can grab yourself a box of Built Bar. Same thing at Sam's Club. You can run in and grab a 13-bar box with flavors like brownie batter and uh, coconut almond. So uh, you can thank me later when that happens on your next grocery trip and you get yourself some delicious Built Bars. Okay, before we get to some listener comments on their bold predictions. I did want to mention a couple of honorable mention bold predictions that I drummed up. One is that Wander Franco will hit at least 320 in 2023. Again, bold prediction here. And then uh, secondly, the Rays will not have a single player hit 25 or more home runs. Ulysses, what do you think about those two briefly before we get into listener comments here? The first one's bold, but yes. I like it. And, and and let's hope that that does come true. I like it. That's a, that's a really good bold prediction. It's it's um, to the point. It's, it's a very good uh, thing to imagine. Uh, you know, I wonder Franco hitting 322 and and that everything else is going to be in there like if if you don't like traditional stats if he hits 322 everything else is going to come in the, the wrc plus yes. the ops everything the exit velo everything launching everything is going to be the there. extra base hits uh, it'll all work itself out exactly. it's only a good thing if he hits 320 320 exactly. or 320 now the second one you're saying no race player will hit more than 25 home runs does that include 25 or not that's my first question. Mm, 25 or more. So no, nobody will get to 25. Okay. So 24 is the most any player will hit. Um, I kind of have to tell you that I don't think that's that bold, buddy, because I don't okay. think so either. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Have we seen that lineup? Who the heck is going to hit 24, 25 bombs? And before the Brandon Lau apologists come through here, he hit 39. You're you're willing to put your hand on the fire that he's going to be healthy next year? Yeah. And that he's going to come back in that dead ball? I mean, let's let's remember that it was a different baseball that he was playing with when he hit 39. Yeah. So I think it's going to take him a couple months to heat up, quite frankly. Yeah. So he, it always does. It always does. Yeah. You know, he always has a couple. It, it takes him a little bit to, to get going. At the end of the day, the line is going to be great. But um, yeah, I I, yeah. I I think the that the second one is not as bold, but uh, that's just the depressing side of me yes. uh, looking at at it. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I'm wrong. I could if, see if you think I'm I wrong. could see Brandon. Yeah, I could see Brandon Lau hitting like six home runs in the first half and then eighteen in the second half, like something crazy like that. Ooh, um, that would be that'd so, be a good stretch run right there. Yeah, yeah that'd be nice. Paredes, I don't think he's twenty. That's the max he's gonna get. Uh, and Randy, I mean, he's kind of shown that 2021 sort of his limit at this point. Let's go back to Isak, though. 
would you think that Isaac's going to get more playing time in 2023 than last year? How many games and at bats did he have? He had 111 games, 111 games, and he had 331 at bats. No, I think that's about what he's going to get. I think he's kind of that in between player that um, he's sort of that stopgap until you can see what more that. But Al Bruhan and Josh Lowe and Jonathan Aranda and Curtis Mead can pitch up. I I really don't necessarily see Paredes as like that everyday player who merits 500 plus plate appearances. And let's also be frank, not to say, hey, he earned those home runs. They weren't flukes. But are, are we going to see four home runs hit in a row consecutively? Are we going to see the, the multi-homer games? I don't know if that's necessarily in the cards in 2023. Fair. So, fair enough. Um, I don't know. I think I think you're right on the on the games. Like 111 sounds like what he could do. I'm hoping, however, that, that there's some development yeah. and that he doesn't start real slow. So that means yeah. more playing time. And then maybe and he the, can scratch to 23, 24. But yeah, the other again, issue too is I mean, he's not a power to all fields guy, or at least he hasn't shown that. It's it's pull power. Mm -hmm. And I think that opposing teams can find a way to exploit that of hey, let's not throw right into his wheelhouse, you know, down and in or middle in that he can yep. roll and bowl on it. So um, I think that's also, you know, kind of having that, not to say sophomore slump, but he's going to have some of those issues and growing pains as teams uh, adjust away from him, if you will. So, yep. all right, let's move on to uh, bold predictions from the audience out there. Chase Ross says we will have something on the ballpark by opening day, hopefully in Tampa, because it will be nice whenever I move down to Tampa. Awesome, Chase. I believe Chase is situated in Gainesville at the moment. Not to blow up his spot there. Uh, Dustin Payne says that we pull off a World Series championship. Crazier things have happened. Uh, Mark Ragsdale says, I am just glad to be at the Trop for opening day, and I lived in St. Pete when the Trop was built, a.k.a. it was called the Suncoast Dome. Uh, R. Hill says Curtis Mead wins Rookie of the Year. Ooh. Um, that's a good bold prediction. I don't. It, that's it depends bold. on when Curtis Mead gets called up. I think that's it fits. It fits the the, re the requisite. Is it bold? Heck yeah! It's yeah. it's definitely bold. I like it. Um, Joshua Garner says Ray's going to the World Series. Glass now pitches a World Series no no. Uh, Giles. Dowden says AL East champs. Reckless Randy says Kyle Manzardo up in July. Fan of the 813 says ALCS. Uh, Mark says Bauer and Glass now. Pair of aces. Yeah, we've seen a couple of Trevor Bauer joining the Rays comments. Uh, I don't see that happening uh, because, one, we know how uh, the Rays very much focus on clubhouse chemistry. Uh, and the relationship among ball players in the front office. And Bauer is a very mercurial guy, to say the least. And he's a beat to his own drum guy, for better or worse. Not And Glasnow is kind of that way as well. But I feel like Bauer, where Glasnow is very engaging and everybody loves him, I feel like Bauer turns a lot of people off. And that could be an issue. Bauer wearing a raised uniform, is, I mean, it's it's more bold than if you put all of the other bold predictions together. Yeah, it, they that they would still have a better chance of happening 
all at the same time. Right. Then Bauer becoming a Ray. Like, that's just not going to happen. What I see is Bauer joining the New York Mets. I could see that happening. I could see Steve that Steve Cohen would do anything. I could also see him joining the Houston Astros because they don't care yes. about what people think of them. They do all. not. Not yeah. in the least. Um, Kentucky Oil Guy says, same team as last year, no offense, same results. Uh, MLB Siradsky says, Colby White slash Fairbanks slash Adams become the best relief trio in the game. Chris mm. Snyder says uh, they are going to be a totally different team than last year. I mean, unrecognizable, expecting rookies to start producing, and Curtis need to be great. Curious to see what they do with Eflin's approach. So there we go. A lot of comments from the listeners out there, which we love. Uh, cool. We love the Thank engagement. you all. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, thank you for making the Locked on Race podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked on MLB Prospects podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you on Wednesday.